This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi and welcome back to another episode of Chronic Gals Podcast I'm Ashleen And I'm Riley And we are here with Melissa Jansen Hello. Jansen & Co Mindset and Confidence Coach uh, thank you for being here, Melissa. Thanks for having me. This is going to be so fun. It's going to be awesome. And one last little credential. Friend of a decade. Oh, my God. Oh. Decade-long friendship. Yeah. Um, I would say more than a decade. Like, maybe 11 it's years. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well. We're, we're almost at 23, and I think I met you guys in 2011, so. Something like that. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's about when I came back from uh, the East Coast. That's true. I came back in 2012. Yeah. But I'm sure we, yeah, friendship for life around there. Time is a relative. It's life. It's time. A- <laughs> <laughs> time is a relative. It's, we've known each other for a long ass time. I love it's it. It's been so great. And now here we are together on the podcast. We're going to smoke some weed. And we're going to talk about all of the cool things that you have going on in your life. Woo-hoo. And chat. It's going to be a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, do we want to start with the weed that we're reviewing today? Yes, I think we should. We are reviewing Fire Mountain. I had a sticker. Fire Mountain Cannabis (laughs) today. And they're out of Ariel, Washington, which is like kind of close by. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Half hour I was going to look it up and then I didn't. (laughs) It's like a common place that people who enjoy going to the woods in our area like to go. Like Merwin Lake? Yeah. Yale, Lake, Lake Merwin and yeah. Yale. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. We anyway, should definitely identify where they're from. I was just going to say. <laughs> anyway, but we're really excited. We have three different strains, and I think we have, like, a really good, like, beginning, middle, and end totally. strain um, group. So we have Green Crack. We have Forbidden Fruit and Dosey Punch. And these nugs are so Beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, they are pungent. They are fat. Mm. They are frosty. They are well. We don't know what they taste like or or uh, feel like yet, but we're gonna do that. <laughs> Smell next. good though. Yeah. Dang. You open the jar and it's like poof. Yeah, totally. So I figure we'll do green crack first. Mm-hmm. Love that. Or okay, let me. I'm gonna propose a couple different things. Okay. Okay. Green crack. What is this? Dosi punch number three, and then forbidden fruit mm-hmm. makes sense. Or we could go backwards. Forbidden fruit, Dosi punch, bring us back up with green At the crack. End, whoa, that's a role reversal. I'm down. Times irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for whatever. I think that maybe ending yeah on a higher note. Yeah. Would that's- be- because we do still have a, like a work day. That's true. That's true. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna start with forbidden fruit, which this is was not cool. expected. <laughs> I'm very excited. Classically, very much a downer. So. Where did those COAs go? Um, they're over on the desk, under the external hard drive over there. 
Uh, I don't think they ended up, any of them came out with the terpene test, though. I was looking at it. I want to say you have to pay extra for terpene tests, which is silly, analytics labs. Let's just bundle it all in because the people want to know. This is like a ser community service would be just to include terpenes in your normal testing. And then we'll know. Yeah. Then we'll have the information. Yeah. And even like the library, like to begin the collection and of data, which I don't know if there's anybody collecting data like that, but so someone should be. Okay. I'm well, <laughs> if I remember from what I've been learning lately correctly, is that the turfing profile is a little bit better of an indicator of how the weed will affect you versus indica sativa hybrid that's more of a characteristic of the plant like physical trait than it is how it makes you feel totally i do have lineage i forgot nice. I do have lineage. <laughs> but you're so right i'm, le I'm learning it yeah um, oh gosh it's in an email <laughs> Cherry pie and tangy for forbidden fruit. Cherry pie and tangy. Okay, Which, interesting. Um, cherry pie is infamous in closing my eyes. Really? Yeah. Which forbidden fruit is also infamous in closing my eyes. Well, and even tangy is very much like a stony. Like for me, I completely forget what I'm doing sometimes when I'm high on tangy. Has anyone ever sold you tangy as a sativa? Yes. Going to your terpene comment and how hybrid sativa and indica just like doesn't really work because I'm like don't 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 sell me this tangy sativa to like help me stay active because it's not totally what's gonna happen totally I feel like I mostly see tangy marketed as a sativa uh, or sativa hybrid which if they're if they phonetically look like a sativa, yeah. the label is correct. Yeah. Which is why terpenes are so important. Right. <laughs> totally. Greens. Guest greens. More like purples. Purples. Oh, yeah. That's another amazing thing about forbid forbidden fruit is that it always has such a beautiful purpley orange color. So pretty. I have looked up the terpene profile for cherry pie and forbidden fruit because i was like i have to know what makes me so stupid mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <coughs> in a good way did you identify that i'm looking it up again because i forgot it <laughs> that is tasty what's it taste like <coughs> like a cough um, <laughs> it's I don't know, like sweet almost. Yeah, super sweet. Uh, also very orangey. Yes. Like you can taste the tangy. Kind of orange creamsicle-ish almost. I like, I like it. It's flavorful. What is this again? Forbidden fruit. All right. Here we go. On to our journey. Forbidden fruit journey. I'm going to load myself another bowl. Oh, yeah. Get that fresh, fresh. Fresh, fresh, green, green. But the um, dominant terpene, according to Leafly, is myrcene, uh -huh. which is the most relaxing terpene. Mm -hmm. So I could see. 
I'm like talking into the bong like it's my microphone. <laughs> 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 so I could see um, that making me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to interact with the buds? Sure, let me take Because it's a look. like a, a nice... It's not like overly dry, and it's not overly. Can hardly get it out of the jar. Moist. It's so big. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Very frosty. It is super sweet. Like dense. Mm, with that citrus back end. Mm-hmm. And a perfect cure. That's like a, an amazing cure, especially yeah. for just like how big and dense that nug is, right? Yeah, this looks really nice. Yeah, and with the big ones, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to break any off to like <laughs> grind up or whatever. But I know. I know. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I like the how orange, like the tangy hairs are so prominent on that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, and Fire Mountain is a hydroponic grow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't... I know it's water, right? Mm-hmm. They grow in water. Yeah. Instead of soil. Right. And I think the benefit is just that you get to, like, be super specific about the nutrients that are in there, the, I don't know, levels that are in the water yeah. to grow that, that are healthy for the plant. I don't know a, lot, a ton about hydroponic either. This is like not weed, but I saw somebody hydroponically growing their monstera plant. Oh. And they had like little fishies on the bottom. And it was like, I mean, monsteras and like those types of pl tropical plants can like like to grow in water and stuff mm -hmm. when they're when it's treated nicely. And it's just like that's such a cool like ecosystem to create in your house. I l have you seen the videos of people like feeding their fish? But they do it in, like, such an ASMR kind of way. Okay, you guys. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> There's this whole genre of videos on YouTube of people who just, like, feed their fish. But they have these really, like, biodynamic terrariums where you know you'll have like your terrarium and then there'll be i don't even know the kinds of plants but then there's there's like these plants that look like little clover but it's like aqua clover that cover the surface and then the person the video person will like put a heart-shaped cookie cutter or something that'll float in the water and then they scoop out all of the little sea clover outside of the thing so there's like a little hole for the fishies to come eat and then they'll drop in like a carrot or like a piece of cucumber or whatever. And then all of these like like tiny, tiny little oh fish. Oh my gosh. Like little spermies will just come out of nowhere and <laughs> just start attacking this carrot. And then the video is like a time lapse of them eating the carrot. And then like that's the video. And it's actually quite soothing and just, I mean, it's like watching a nature show, you know, it's or watching a mushroom grow. That's cool though. Yeah. There are so many little niche, like, I was just talking to Riley about niches yesterday, like, all the different, like, little subcultures of people, but that is yeah. very interesting. I yeah. like those, like, satisfying videos. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. My go-to is, like, pressure washing. Ooh. <laughs> I, I like okay. those ones. The rug guy. The yeah. rug guys. I, but I love that people will go out and just perform those services for free. Yeah. Because they were, they're getting paid off of YouTube. And then, like, some person who never in their life thought they would be able to afford to get their sidewalk pressure washed now has this, like, amazing, beautiful well, landscaping too. now. Or um, 
I've seen cleaning ladies too. Like yes. I follow a cleaning lady who cleans like hoarders' homes for free. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like that's your life is just going into hoarders' homes every day, digging everything out, and for like good for you. What a service! I know. I love that. If you can, you mm-hmm. know, be of service. Acts of service are important to the community and the universe and stuff. So I'm here for it. I love it. It's so cool. Going back to this weed, I was like caffeinated j- jittery before I hit it. And now I'm like, feel like I'm calming down. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like my brain is like just really low and slow. And then we're chatting and I'm like, Melissa, pay attention. <laughs> Pay attention. Totally. I know. I'm having a lot of ideas. <laughs> Woo! Say your ideas. Say your ideas. I am. It was mostly about the fish and the, the ASMR videos. <laughs> I feel like two bowls gets a good, you know, you get a good sense of like what the weed is about. Yeah. Give it some time I to might settle have in. Ground up a little bit. That little nug that I put in fluffed out wow. a lot. Yeah. That was. Um, I didn't think that, I mean, maybe I did think that this would have fluffed up, but it fluffed up a lot. A little goes a long way. I, that's one of my favorite, like, things about, th- that delights me about weed. If a weed doesn't look like it's going to be that dense, and then you grind it, and it's actually, like, ugh, yeah, it, it's amazing. Another satisfying thing, like, the sheep being sheared. Ugh. Have you seen the sheep shearing videos? Yes. Did we talk about this already? Where we might have, The but. sheep... <laughs> You, they, yeah, they shear the sheep and their wool just like unfolds like this. Uh, it's, it's it's satisfying. It's kind of like fuck. how when I would cut Stax's hair, my yeah. dog, <laughs> he has sheep like hair. Yeah. And like you just kind of have to like get like the whole chunk of it and it's but then it grows even bigger because there was so much stuck in that little spot. <laughs> yeah. Love it when weed does that too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Forbidden fruit. Think about satisfying things. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like watching some of those videos right now would feel like really nice. Yeah. This is, that would be a perfect, like, let me just chill. Yeah. Relax. But we're not going to do that. We're going to nope. talk about you instead. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so, Melissa, better. tell us a little bit about your cannabis journey. What led you to the plant? What keeps you bringing back? Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. So let's see. My cannabis journey. It started right after high school. Um, I, my girlfriend always wanted me to smoke with her and I never, I don't know, I just did it. And then I met this guy and I smoked with him and like that was, I never lived that down for my friend. But um (laughs) I would say that overall, I'm just like a casual, well, yeah, a casual connoisseur, love to smoke, love to get down. I'm starting to learn a lot more about like cannabis itself more than just like, I like to get stoned (laughs) or like, this is a fun thing to do socially or what have you. Um, Yeah. So I've been smoking for like a decade and just enjoying it. Love it. it. It led us. It led us to hanging out. It did because when we were working together, we were like, "Are are you off? Are you off? You want to go smoke? Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's meet. I'll go to, go to your house and sit in the garage on the couch." Mm-hmm. It's led to a lot of, um, I think, meeting people mm-hmm. and deepening relationships because cannabis has a way of creating community, and then like also, I feel like less judgment of self and of others while you're high. 
Yes. I like that. Totally. I agree. Yeah. It definitely helps you, like, put the wall down so you can feel more safe to express your feelings and stuff. Yeah. I've always felt like in the realm of friendships that I loved when I had, I could find people that I just like, we don't have to talk to fill up the whole entire time that we're together. Yes. Quite often. My cannabis <laughs> friends also feel the same way. So if we just are going to hang out, like do chores together or just talk, like not talk, mm-hmm. just be in the presence of another. Yeah. It's great for that too. It really is. That's something that's totally missing since uh, the lockdowns is pe- like, at least I don't go over to people's house and just, like, chill and smoke a bowl anymore. Granted, I have two kids, and my life is very busy, so I don't just, like, have the freedom to do so. But even still, like, how often do you guys just go over to someone else's house and smoke who's not each other? Because I know that I you know. guys are, I'm like, like I each only other. go if to her If it's not house. me, it's <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. you know? Never. <laughs> is that something that we want back? Or, or is that something that's, like... Is it a 20s thing? And now that we're entering our 30s, it's a different level. And maybe, like, the 20-year-olds coming up are still down to, like, go. And so, I don't know. What do people think? Like, what happened to the stoner community <laughs> in the pandemic? Lots happened. Lots. Well, I think, I think definitely the pandemic, like, squ- squashed anybody going over to and I'm, And, like, sharing a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we were interviewing Avidis, they were sharing a bong, but they were cleaning it out every time. I'm like, we really probably should be doing that anyway, because these bongs <laughs> right. are disgusting. Right. But I did clean the water this morning, <laughs> right before you guys came here. Or no, I think you guys might have been here. here. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like you have, for me anyway, and I am not a representation of the entire whole pie but for me i enjoy sharing the bong with people or sharing a joint and like that community circle smoke aspect but i only like to do it with like trusted people now totally and like i'm not in a place where i can just like have people over to smoke weed anymore so it's like we have to go find somewhere else Mm -hmm. which is another level of tediousness Mm -hmm. tediousness tediousness (laughs) i'm trying to say these words that i don't know what the (laughs) fuck they are so (coughs) but then i also think about the people who are not living in legal states Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm like that's a whole nother experience like i'm living a completely different experience than like so true those people which is a fact no matter what but (laughs) forbidden fruit yeah introspective (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's a combination for me of things happening around covid and sharing and like going and seeing people and the fact that i just have like i'm in a new chapter of my life where like i love to just hang out with my pups i know the people when there are social gatherings who i can go stand with who i can go hang Mm -hmm. out with who i could go take a walk with um, but for me, it's like definitely transformed more into I. I just mainly smoke with Riley. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but I will say, going to the past couple cannabis events that I've been to, it is very much that old school. Like, 
oh my god yes like pass this around the stab dab dab mm-hmm. like tr- check this out here's my jar of like whatever i grew and like have this have that like let's share so it's like yeah the camaraderie is still there and especially in these places where we can come together as a community the like camaraderie of it is still very much there yeah it's just i don't know if i want to be there all the time and that that's exhausting totally (laughs) (laughs) but i like to i like i mean i'm that type of i will go to any expo it'll be the taxidermy expo i would that would be dope that would be dope that was a bad i thought you were gonna just stop at tax expo and i'm like yeah that would suck okay maybe that would suck (laughs) but although unless they were having cannabis industry talks and then i might actually be interested but it's the people who are like super <laughs> passionate. Like I bet yeah. going to a tax expo sounds awful, but being there and seeing everyone's excitement about their tax mm, niche yeah. is like what I love about these like expos or events. It's just like everyone's excited about this one thing and it's bringing us all together to talk about this one thing, mm-hmm. even th- like from all of our different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm I I'm excited about the more weed events happening, but I'm very much a hermit every other time. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no need right now or want to like be around anybody else besides my children are overstimulating enough. Like I don't need to invite too many other people over to just like hang out and smoke because especially because my hangout and smoke time is my alone time. It's like at night, the kids are in bed. I am ready to dissociate and like, you know, just shut off and escape for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I don't need anybody there for that. Yeah, no, 100%. (laughs) The routine of your smoking has shifted. I'm like trying mm-hmm. to think back of when I wanted people over to smoke and yeah. I feel what like at that, that time I would like I had just some people on dial. Like, yeah. Yo, mm-hmm. you gonna be around? You want to stop by? Yeah. Can I stop by mm-hmm. on my way out? Totally. Yeah. I think we've all turned into hermits, which I think is also fine. Yeah, definitely fine. I'm here for it. My nature. (laughs) I am so fine. Permit by nature. I love it. So, Melissa, what have you been up to? Entrepreneurship life? Puppy mom life? (laughs) Listing it out for you. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like starting with the one that, like, made us so tired, I'm just like, I have thoughts in my mind, but they're just not coming out of my mouth. <laughs> well, should we smoke Let's a little green crack in, oh, like, yeah. in the middle and just okay. like, or I'm also like very stoned anyways, so we can also take a beat if, or, or, or smokeable, whatever. Let's smokeable, see what happens and then take a beat. Okay, cool. Okay, Love it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me tell a little bit more about my cannabis journey. So started smoking right after high school. Um... And started smoking, like, a little bit to be cool. Like I mentioned earlier, I had met, like, a dude who introduced it to me. And it took me the longest time. Tell me if you had the same experience. Smoking out of a bong was, like, mystifying. (laughs) I was just, like, so confused. And so for the longest time, I would tell this person, like, you have to, like, you do all of it. You do all of it. And finally, they're like, no. You have to light it. And I'm like, okay, I'll light it. And like, I start out like, you can even just like suck the air into it, into the bog. It just seemed, I never, I don't know. I didn't really grow up around cannabis prior to this, I guess. 
Um, and so I graduated, and finally, the bong is my favorite thing to smoke out of. And yeah, um, I've used cannabis sometimes to like help me feel better if I'm experiencing like a migraine. I felt I found that that really has helped a lot. Um, or period cramps, so I smoke then too. But mm-hmm. um, along the way, through meeting those people who also like to just not talk, hang out, have my little <laughs> little book of people to dial up to go smoke. Um, where was I? Uh, you don't even know where I was going. <laughs> I was just talking. You're, you're talking about you're the people who you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like on an interpersonal <laughs> level or like introspective level of using cannabis has really allowed me to release a lot of self judgment, to accept new ideas with like a more of an open mind and occasionally an open heart. I've like. It's really helped me shift a lot of, I don't know, ideas and beliefs and thoughts. So that's one positive, super positive benefit that I like. Yes. I super agree with that. Like, growing up, we, I was definitely to, among the society where weed was bad. You know, it's this yeah. awful drug. Don't ever do it. Don't ever do any drug. And I remember, like, going to college, I met this guy who, like, lived on the floor who was like, do you guys have any acid? And he always wanted to find weed. And, and at the time, I was like, no, this is not my thing. But it, like, opened me up. And I was like, okay, if this completely normal guy is, like, looking for these experiences, what's so bad about right. them? And, like, so even before I even started smoking weed, it started, like, open me, opening me up to new ideas. <coughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The ripple effect. The ripple effect. Totally. Yeah, same. I was not, I was not not into smoking weed, but at that time when it was in front of my face, I was just like, I don't really need this, and I don't care if you're doing it, but I can be around you, and I don't, I like, I don't really care. And then finally, I was like, okay, let's do it. Like nothing is happening to them, you know. Like they're just getting maybe a little silly, maybe a little dumb. So like, let's just see what's up. Mm-hmm. Open the door, and I'm a decade in <laughs> this beautiful freaking plant and it just like never ceases to amaze me mm-hmm. like every solution to every problem in the world can be fixed by the cannabis plant right so right and it's been so demonized mm-hmm. against all of that even as far as the textile thing you know and what the things that you the physical things you can make with hemp hempcrete I don't know. The Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the Constitution was written on hemp paper. It was. <laughs> yes, I'm it pretty was. sure Thomas Jefferson had a hemp farm. Yep, you're right about I that. Mean, probably. But I'm going to reload this green crack bowl. But how do we like it? It's nice. It's good. Want to smell again? Much more like, I mean, it's like still citrusy, but more lemony. Mm-hmm. I I usually stay away from green cracks because they will literally crack me out. I don't know. Well, it's the whatever that terpene is. Limonene. Limonene. Let's look it up. It smells really good. Also, if anyone wants to buy us microphone stands, <laughs> that would be cool. 
Do you have an Amazon wish list for the chronic gals? Ugh, we, should. we should. That's a good idea. Yeah. You can add it to your task list. Yeah. Check That's out our idea. Amazon <laughs> uh, wish <laughs> list <laughs> under chronic gals podcast. Coming out TBD. Coming out <laughs> ASAP. Probably while we're... <laughs> On vacation. No way. We're not doing any work on vacation. But that's not work. That's like ask, like dreaming okay, that's what fair. we want. That's yeah. Fair. Okay. Have some real manifestation vibes. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Great yeah. That. Totally. Skunk number one. It's a cross. So going back to green crack. Um, <laughs> it's a cross between skunk number one and an unknown indica. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Uh, Definitely skunky. I mean, Mercine, Mercine, that tricky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> really high in Mercine too. It says Mercine, Caryophylline, and Pinene. No, little, uh, no limonene. Well, I mean, I think these are the three the, top. Let me, I know, let me go off still, Leafly. So, so interesting. Let me specifically say terpenes in this search. <laughs> <laughs> alpha pinene oh this one says um peak terpenes.com says that green crack is a daughter of skunk number one in afghani oh the prominent terpenes in this profile are alpha pinene mercine and beta caryophylline interesting hmm. fascinating Cannabis is cool. <laughs> Cannabis is cool. Is that loaded again? Yeah, I think you just loaded Did it. Load <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you were working on. And then you were like triple remember. multitasking, <laughs> podcasting, looking stuff up, and loading a bowl. This is why I don't do green crack. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much. And I only smoked like a little bit of it. So smoke no. some more. Okay, I don't want to mess up the flow of this conversation, but I don't think I There's even no introduced flow. myself. <laughs> uh, well, please. We started talking about the cannabis thing, and I think that might, like, this might fit in nicely. Um, yeah, so I'm Melissa Jansen. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> mindset and confidence coach, and I help women, um, like, overcome the mental mean girl, those, like, disempowering negative thoughts and beliefs in our mind. And create fulfilling and authentic lives by shifting beliefs, creating actionable steps and habits, and just, you know, having a hype partner and accountability partner throughout life. So that's what I do when I'm not doing that. I'm hanging out with my partner, <laughs> as we've described, smoking with Riley, and <laughs> playing with my pup. Show me a picture of your pups. Because okay. <laughs> um, they're so cute. It's literally, I've seen them. I've hung out with them. I love them. This one's cute because, uh, so uh, there's D.O.G. He's a pit bull mix. And then there's Disco Rider. And he is so cute. So cute. like a pug mix, I think. But look at him like uh, winking. Yeah, he's like, he's got a winky on, eye. He's winking his ears too. He is. <laughs> Disco's got big ears. And then he also, it looks like he's wearing eyeliner. He's like a little emo boy. He's oh, so he's cute. He's so cute. I don't think I've met him yet. Oh, my God. Definitely well, met D.O.G. He just got his last round of shots. Um, so we're getting him a rabies shot in a couple of weeks. Nice. He's just too little to have all of them at once. And then he will be free range. Yay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I love them. They are so cute. And I know that they're a lot, but 
they're a lot of cuteness. You know, we <laughs> we're all just a little bit a lot, but um, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. You know, having a dog or having something that depends on you to like keep it alive and to teach it how to behave, it's a lot of work. I feel like totally. Oh my god, yeah. And it takes consistency. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, but we're getting there. We have fun things that we like to do together, and I love snuggle time. But yeah. <laughs> we play in the yard and go to the park. That's a good time. I love it. Awesome. So cute. Yeah. Uh, so that's me. That's who I am. And awesome. now we're here. I love it. I love you very much, oh, obviously, too. We're <laughs> always hanging out. But we are... I don't know, just like doing the entrepreneur thing and it's yes. living. It's just like very apparent now that like stepping fully into the entrepreneurship life. Like yesterday we worked a little bit and then we went to the lake, mm-hmm. like literally living the life. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It's just crazy. It is crazy. It's um a big scary step to go from like paychecks and like I always came from the background of the hospitality industry so like tips and then I worked corporate for a while so like steady paycheck and then taking the dive and like going and actually doing the thing and then all of the mindset like all of the drama that comes up for you I think everybody when you're like crying because it's not working but still determined that it works and like not knowing what the fuck you're doing but trying to act like you know you're stepping into a new identity and reality yeah so uh when I made that switch the biggest thing that idea that sparked me was like I had always had these ideas of like what I needed to do before I could become an entrepreneur I have to pay off my credit card debt before Mm -hmm. I was like girl that's that's probably not going to happen until you actually <laughs> have a business that's working. Like, you got to make that step. But, yeah. Getting 100%. over those thoughts and beliefs. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel that one hard. And it still, like, pops up. Oh. I feel yeah. like we've, I mean, in our, since we started the podcast, mm-hmm. really, which kind of began our entrepreneurship journey, mm-hmm. we've been... Oh, fuck. I forgot my train of thought. Never Imposter mind. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. I feel like we've been... It's always there, but it's been yeah, better. Like, battling it because in this society, we have to prove something. And if you're not proving something or, like, seeing results, then you're not actually doing it. Totally. Even if you are totally doing it and the results don't come until down the line, you know, but you're still doing it every yes. single day and you will see results like we are seeing results yeah we are totally seeing results and it's been a four-year journey and there have been moments where it's like are we just spinning or Or does this time make sense are we what are we fucking doing yeah but it's like i literally don't want to do anything else right (laughs) every time i think about like maybe going back and getting a part-time job or something i'm like but that is time that I could literally put into making my business dreams come true. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I would much rather do that. Yeah. If you have the space and the privilege to be able to, hell For sure. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. I took a part-time job over the summer, had great social connection, made like a couple of friends and 
it was such a mindset like I had to reframe how I felt about even just getting it I needed to get it for my, like my mental health but going back and like waiting tables and all of these things came up that I thought I had got over um about like my worth or who I thought I could be and then I was like Melissa entrepreneurship like going after your dream life I have a foot cramp oh my gosh um, <laughs> is like uh, gonna be scary um but you got to look at it as like all of your past experiences are just tools in your tool belt to move forward so I was like oh I have this great tool something that I'm fucking good at let's mm-hmm. like have a remembrance it at the end of the summer um I just on Monday was my last day Woo! um and now I have like a new like thing like I can actually be fucking stellar at something because I'm stellar at waiting tables so now I have this new energy like I'm just remembering I'm in the beginner stage of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and soon it's gonna be like going back and waiting tables and being like yeah I am fucking good at something Mm -hmm. what a reminder I love that that's like such an important reframe because I feel like so many people when they you know, if they, they start the entrepreneurship journey and then they find themselves like needing to get a job in order to like support them. Yeah. And it's, but I remember when you said that you were getting a, you were going back to getting a job at a brewery and what the why behind why you're doing that. And it was for what you were just saying for your mental health. So you could have more social connection. And then I think you had like a monetary goal. So it was like, yeah, why can't, uh, why can't you just get a part-time job to fulfill those goals and then when the goals happen then that's it you know we have this idea that a job has to be forever mm-hmm. but it can just be a tool in the tool belt and your whole reframe about how it's like you're good at something you're excellent at waiting tables so you can be excellent everywhere else in your life fuck yes it's just a side quest oh, love that <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's super empowering. That yeah. was like really something. And at first I was trying to make it in my own mind. This is like all my own like drama. Make it feel like like I've given up on my business or I've given up on something. Mm-hmm. And so then I made an investment with my business and over the summer worked towards that as well. And so now I was like, we're just harvesting all that growth from the summer. So good. Or, That's you so know, good. from that reframe. Yeah. I love that. Uh, to go back to the imposter syndrome thing that we were talking about, um, something that's really helped me approach imposter, imposter syndrome is learning how to identify when it comes up. Like, what does it feel like? What kind of, I don't know, situations or circumstances or comments or whatever trigger it? How do I react to it? And then once I've been able to do that, I can like wave at it and be like, oh, hey. Because it's not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And when we were talking about like getting over, but this is the thing. I think of entrepreneurship as kind of like Mario, old school Mario brothers. And every level, you know, you still do the same moves and stuff, but it's just more difficult. And as you like get better, we're never going to like get over these things that we always try to be like, once I'm, once I no longer have imposter syndrome or once I no longer am lazy, like air quotes there, um, then I can like do it. But if you just like, you're like, yeah, it's part of the journey. You're and then mm-hmm. every time that you think that you've mastered it, you just like face it in a new way. Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's a spiral. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Just keeps going. So you just like level up to the next level and you got to use those same tools. 
Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And it's totally about like using the tools, grabbing the tool, putting it in your tuba and like knowing when to use it at that point. And that's, I mean, that's what learning is Mm -hmm. and at all aspects of everything, you know? I saw something online. I think it was from P the Fairy, but it was like a poster that said, your triggers are just your ego showing where your like identity boundaries are. So if you want to step into a new identity, if you want to like level up, then you, the trigger is just like showing you where you need to adjust your identity outfit. You know, does that make sense? And that's totally the best way to switch the mindset of your trigger. Mm-hmm. Instead of like getting stuck in the trigger and reacting to the trigger, you can finally like, you can maybe react to the trigger and then step back and be like, oh shit, this is a trigger. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to fix myself? Because it's usually a what do I need to fix myself situation. Totally. You know? Love that. Oh, oh my gosh. That's a lot of microphones. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Too much to handle. <laughs> it's a lot to handle. <clears throat> so, speaking of dreaming our dreams, what's your entrepreneurship dream? Overall. Over, overall, big, big picture dream, dream, dream. <laughs> Man, dream, dream, dream. Yeah. Um, well, I'm here to like cross off the bucket list things. So, motivational speaker, author, podcast host, TED Talk, uh, you know, host or speaker, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, create like, create income money revenue um by like making an impact on other people's lives and like however whatever form that comes I really think that a lot of what we experience here is based on our mindset or like you are with yourself a hundred percent of the time Mm -hmm. so like learning how to like speak back to that person that you talk to all the time in your mind and like you know um can help you live a more fulfilled life an authentic life to you over time so that's what i want to help inspire people to do yeah personally like big goal here for this business is like um just provide freedom of time attention and space to myself and my family um and to like provide opportunity for others like if I'm not in business just to have business for myself I'm in business to give options for the people that are in my life or who may come into my life um and kind of change what it looks like to be treated in an employee employer relationship love that love that yes let's yeah let's create that whole new dynamic because the current one is strange (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I saw a post recently somebody had shared on Instagram saying that they had an employee, like their assistant or something. They gave them um, time off for their birthday and then two weeks, uh, two week paycheck for their birthday. And like, so like just benefits. Like if you're a business owner, I could go back to this. Uh, If you're a business owner and you have people working for you, those people, I want to treat them with so much respect and opportunity and growth and um appreciation and value because they're running my business they're making what and if i'm gonna do that like nice thing for myself 
not that then I want to do it for them. Totally. 100%. Totally. I will never understand why it's the treat the employee shitty paradigm right now. I will never understand that because it's like, it's a power dynamic. It is because everything has just been structured in this power dynamic where there has to be, in order for anybody to listen to you, you have to like aggressively control them. It's so silly. I'm here to provide the opposite of that. Yeah. I love the idea of just throwing shit at our employees. I know. You know? <laughs> I love you. You rock. That's the best part. There's a bunch of cool stuff. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for working so hard for my vision. Mm-hmm. I started watching this new show on Netflix. I think it's called Partner Track. And it's about this gal, this lawyer who is works at a, a law firm and she's on the partner track. It's very much like a romance novel turned to Netflix where mm-hmm. there's like the lawyer that she has this connection with at the last year's party, but now she's dating this other guy, you know, whatever. But she it's she is on it's all about her job where she's working like a <clears throat> hundred hour weeks because she's an Asian woman in a white male owned law firm, so she has to like put in extra hours and be extra smart in order to show up the other competition, all the other white boys in the office, you know, it's Mm -hmm. that whole rat race is stupid and it's like torturous. And even like medical school too, like they're Mm -hmm. literally putting people through torture for what, 12 years in order to make them like be doctors. Like they're putting, I don't know. I just think the whole medical system of, you know, learning doctors in residency, having to work 24-hour shifts, yeah. barely being able to sleep. Like, how is that patient care? Right. Same thing with nurses who work 12, 12, 12, 12 or whatever. Absolutely. Like, How yeah. is that the best thing for the patient? Right. Or even the doctorate process or, like, any types of master's degree, having to write four essays in two days and five <laughs> Tests and intern work that's unpaid. Uh, I have yeah. a friend that got her master's, and like, yeah, she was working a part time job to pay her bills, working like mm-hmm. p- almost full time job at this intern place, not getting paid because it was a requirement for graduation or whatever, and then having to also do school. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you do- like? Yeah, why can't why can't she be being paid for like learn like? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Right. Uh, that's why we're shifting it. That's why we're <laughs> shifting <laughs> it. Yep, 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 yep. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. I know. Horrible. We're here to shift all of that. We're bringing in love and happiness and gratitude. And like not obscene hours. Right. Like, have you heard about this quiet quitting? Yes. Do you know? Can you explain it to me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, I will love another bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> instead of going above and beyond for your job, putting in extra time or hours, or like taking up the mental space to worry about your nine to five when it's not nine to five. Um, people are just not doing that anymore. So they're not quitting to leave the company, but they're not putting in that additional, like, good goodness. So, good. 
Oh, I'm trying to think of what I want to say here. <laughs> I think that I wish that I knew that there was a name for this. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are prior. If I was able to just send a message back to prior versions of myself, there are many times that I think that that might have been more valuable than um, the exchange for energy and mental space I gave. Totally. My nine to five. Who's calling it quiet quitting? Is the, are the companies calling it quiet quitting or are the workers calling it quiet quitting? I think it started on TikTok. I feel like everything starts on TikTok. I know. Um, but now it's just, I see it used everywhere. The media, the, the, yeah. I think I saw an article about it first, but I'm also not huge on TikTok. I feel like I just watched a bunch of reaction to it, and so I didn't really know what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes. Yes. Like, obviously, if you have a contract to perform these services and have these job responsibilities, once those things are ticked off, you should be, you know, that's it. You're done for the day. You know, five o'clock. I don't know. Clock out. Uh, But I feel, and I feel like a lot of it... um, Going, going back to TikTok, there's a lot of millennials online that are talking about the mistreatment at work and how the mm-hmm. current paradigm that, you know, our parents and grandparents came through is completely obnoxious and overbearing. I, it is overbearing. We are now the generation that's going to say, fuck that no more. I mean, you're, so many millennials are talking about it on TikTok, about how anxious they are like because of their job. Like, I, know, I follow at least two or three accounts that that's like their whole shtick is that they are anxious millennials at a corporate job. <laughs> that's it. Is this the, is this the green crack or the dose? Yeah, it's the green crack again. We'll go. I figured or we'd do that one more, one more time just to get a real impact. <laughs> I've been impacted. Uh, same. I mean, I have too, but <laughs> Yeah. So we're here to restructure that. And at least with what I'm in pursuit of building with my business, Mm. that I just want to change the the employee-employer dynamic. Mm -hmm. And, like, I would like my employees and the people that work for me and help me build my business be able to pursue their individual dream life pursuits and if that means that we're a stepping stone we're a stepping stone if that means you know but along the way make it so we're helping everybody not just ourselves yes 100 percent. i'm totally down for being a stepping stone in someone's career me too because like that's just like human development right you know like Unless you want to be in this job and you're like, that's your passion is to be my assistant for 50 years. Like, (laughs) love that. But like, if this could just be a moment where you can learn a bunch of stuff and then fly away, Mm -hmm. that's more brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or if you're like really into like watercolor painting, I'm thinking of like the other way of this, this assistant Mm -hmm. and like... You just want to fucking be able to afford all the sweet ass water things, go to your watercolor painting weekend or whatever, whatever. (laughs) And being my assistant, you're great at it. And that's like you have this other thing that you're pursuing and you just work to like do whatever. Totally. Then I want to be able to like 
yeah support yeah. you that, support me support, support you. watercolor yeah. weekend Hell yeah. yeah sponsor watercolor yeah. weekend I'm like I know we're that's all not going watercolor, to come on watercolor yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be that kind of employer. We're going to take over. It's a company retreat now. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, no, we are all going to watercolor. No, get all the content. Yeah. Well, and going back to the expo <laughs> conversation, seeing people in their element, loving their shit. Yes. yes. It's beautiful to see somebody lit up about what they're into because mm-hmm. they will go above and beyond without asking for anything it's because they want to and Mm -hmm. it's it's a positive energy exchange Mm -hmm. you know like there's definitely burnt out above and beyond resentment and i've felt that and that is no fun and it's not good work it's no it's not not. (laughs) it's not so foster positive energy exchanges yeah yeah. I'm sorry, that bowl just hit me. No, again. totally. <laughs> <laughs> Green crackle zip you up Green. and let you fall the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Drop you off a cliff. Yeah. I had an, I had a question. I have one. Oh, one thing that it. I loved that you started doing, I don't know, a couple years ago, was my life is a Saturday. And you just like adopted oh. this beautiful mindset where no matter what you were doing, your life was just going to be, you're like always going to live it to be to the fullest as if your every day was a Saturday. So can you talk on that a little bit? Yeah. That gave me all the like feelings in my belly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how or like what the exact moment was, but I was using hashtags on Instagram and I was like, my life is a Saturday. It's that feeling of like, Work's done, over with, Saturday's here, you got Sunday to worry about, whatever, and so you're just going to, like, live in the present moment, so be available to what's coming. Some Saturdays, it's like getting up early and going for a hike, like, you know, some Saturdays, you're just laying in bed, watching TV, drinking your favorite morning drink, um, you know, coffee, tea, I like whatever. Yeah, um, very PC. <laughs> All encompassing. Enjoying life as it comes. Saturdays are just a lot of fun. So I tried to, yeah, develop moments in my life and that make it feel like a Saturday. That make me feel peaceful, rested. Like, like there's opportunity upon the horizon and we have like all day to just be, you know? So yeah, so now I use it. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to look up my life is Saturday hashtag on Instagram, <laughs> you can see what it what it's all about. Um, but yeah, making creating and sharing those moments. Tried to make an acronym for it. Um, like my life is a Saturday, so the first letter of all of those. Um, magic, imagination, laughter, adventure, sunsets. So. Oh, that's so cute. That is super cute. Those are kind of things that I like look to incorporate into the day. What a cute little exercise that I feel like that's something anybody could do. Like if they, it's, if they, you know, have a phrase that's meaningful to them or even, I don't know, their own word of the year. You know, some people like focus on a word each year. Mm -hmm. You can list out things that make you feel that sentiment and make your own little acronym and then find those things in your life to remind you of that thing. I don't know. I love that. New freebie. New freebie. <laughs> it's, uh, you heard it here first. 
stay till the end for the emoji (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah it's been a great exercise and like you're right it could be applicable to everybody um but creating that saturday feeling yeah that saturday feeling whoa that saturday feeling. <laughs> you guys can stop me anytime <laughs> i'm like I, were you making I'm too stone to stop you <laughs> i was trying to come up with the next words but i don't know that's all right <laughs> so what are you offering now as far as like your businessy things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so right now I am filling spots for my one-on-one private coaching. Um, it's a 12 week container where we work one-on-one to help you shift from like, what the fuck to, you know, more of a holy fuck feeling in your mindset. Um, we work on the thing that I call the mental mean girl. It's that judgment, guilt, shame, imposter syndrome um the internal voice in your head telling you like for some odd reason in a million usually that you're not able to do it we work through those for a couple of specific goals over the course of the three months and at the end you have you know a framework tools um accountability hype support to help you be in a spot of creating a more fulfilling and authentic life whatever that looks like for you So I have four spots available that I am looking to fill over the next uh, 45 days. And yeah. Hey. I would love. Fill her spot. (laughs) Fill her spot. Yeah. My one-on-one coaching. (laughs) It's just the, it's, it's really for the person who's ready to, they're just done with like, the excuses they're ready to have you know put in the work for themselves for that inner transformation and i'm here to help them support them along the way so heck yeah and so many people are going through those moments of transformation right now and i feel like a lot of them don't even realize that help or support is available Mm -hmm. so i hope that people who hear this can you know whether it's working with you or working with another coach Mm-hmm. If you're trying to change your life and you need someone just to like have your back, what a great support. What a great investment in yourself, you know? Yeah. A viewpoint that I have on investing in coaching, because there is, there's a thing called cost and that's how much something costs, but there's a thing <laughs> called investment. <laughs> and that's when you put in something and you have a return. Mm-hmm. Things that we learn, um, together in like my coaching packages specifically are life skills that you have to add on and build upon and help take you through the next level tools for your tool tool belt (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know so that's so good I think it's a yeah I love that coaching has changed my life and I've always wanted to have an online based business where I'm able to make an impact and for a while I thought that might be a blog because I'm a great writer and but I really realized that this is like more of that like Mm one-on-one like that like individual transformation that I'm here to do and I think accountability buddy that you 
said earlier. Did we did you say that earlier? I think that was something yeah. that was said earlier. <laughs> what is a like really great way of describing like what you do? You like help someone through the process, which is very helpful. So so helpful. So helpful. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> this green crack smacked me. Same. We should smoke the dosi punch. Dosi punch number three. This is another purpley one, isn't it? It's Purplish. super frosty. It is purple. Has um, orange hairs. Excuse me. I Wow, there is a lot of weed on the table. <laughs> it's because these, nu- these nugs puff up. Mm-hmm. And they're bigger than I expect them to be. That's right. Too stoned to have conversation now. I'm just going to watch you load this the grind. This is like so <laughs> frosty. Like the inside of it. Oh, oh yeah. You know yeah. Like sometimes the outside isn't doesn't do you justice. Yeah, it's all about that. The inside. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'll make sounds. Great, 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 great. <laughs> yeah, it's like purple on the outside, green on the inside. I I feel like this is gonna also puff up. Okay, can I ask some questions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I'll make them cannabis related. Okay, so. <laughs> What is your current, like, favorite way to consume? Uh, I smoke out of the bong, yeah. primarily. Uh-huh. I'll even get pre-rolls, but then I'll empty the pre-roll into the bong. Been there. Mostly because, like, it's a strain that I wanted to try, and mm-hmm. they just didn't have it in the flower, or I don't want to pay, like, the full flower price. I'm being a cheapskate and just, like, you know, trying, sampling a bunch of different strains. That's not a cheapskate. That's sampling a bunch of different strains, and that actually becomes more expensive. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah. It, uh, fluffed open. It did fluff. It did fluff. Very okay. fluffy. Anyway, no. So I love my little pre-roll flights, but yeah, I'll empty them into the into the bomb. Oh, so sweet. That is such a cute idea, a pre-roll flight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what a great marketing tactic. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've done that too. Because oh, I'll, I gotta wait for your answer, and then I have one more question. I've been smoking a lot of joints, just a lot of joints, rolling them, pre rolls. I or a bong, but the thing is, is that my my primary my primary place of smoking is my car, parked of course in the driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But then if, like, we leave the bong in the car, it's just, like, sun, water, bong. Oh, and it gets hot. And it's hot. And we clean, like, we clean it, but it's, like, I feel like you just can't clean it enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, joints. (laughs) (laughs) Or dabs. Mm -hmm. We've been on the dab train. Dab train. Okay, my last question. Sorry, I feel like I have to cough in one second. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Um, most memorable smoking spot. Like, 
when what is like the most memorable time that you've smoked or place you've smoked or like situation there's one place that i remember i think it's near fort stevens in on the washington oregon coast near this octopus looking tree i think it was called the octopus tree and we like found this spot that was on a cliff overlooking the pacific ocean we could see the beach down below and the waves were like crashing on the shore. It was me and Riley. I don't know. I was, Adam, was I there? You were there. <laughs> Adam was there and I don't remember who. Was Evan there? Was it the time we went with Evan? Might have been the time we went with Evan. But I feel like Evan would have been there smoking with us. But sometimes, but he didn't. He was young. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. And but yeah, we were just like, this is we made a fucking Instagram story or something about it. We were like, this is only sixty minutes away from our. It's only an hour and a half away from us. If people aren't taking advantage of the beautiful scenery that we have here, I don't remember what you know. It's only it's only it's only two hours away. Like just take advantage. It's so beautiful. We like went on this like rant about how amazing and beautiful it was. Do you not remember? I this? don't remember this at <laughs> all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have the story saved in. I hope somewhere. we can find it because if we can find it, I will. We okay. can repost I'll it. Look. You it should make even... a reel of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope we find it because <laughs> I would like to remember this. This sounds fun. <laughs> so that was super memorable. It was like a beautiful day. Yeah, it was just great. Oh, I love that. Trying to figure out what my most memorable. <laughs> I have a lot. I'm like remembering another one. If you can remember another one, oh, okay. Uh, be on the hill at the gorge at, at like Paradiso or pretty much any totally. music festival when the sun is setting, smoking a bowl. Yeah, that place is that place. That's cool. insanely beautiful. I would say my most recent cool jo- spot. Okay, I have a couple. Um. I mean, the most, most recent was <laughs> <laughs> was out at Cape Hope in the gorge on the Washington side on 14. It's like that cliff where you can pull over and take a photo of the gorge. Mm. Warren and I went out before. Well, we tried to go out before sunrise. Well, we did get it out before sunrise, <laughs> but it was like bright. But like the planets were supposed to be aligning on one of these days in June or something. And um, so we went out and tried to see it. And we didn't, we saw a few planets, but we stopped for the sunrise and we rolled a joint and hotboxed the car <laughs> with like the f- seven other f- groups that were with <laughs> us for the sunrise. <laughs> but um, that was pretty cool. Nice. And then I would say anywhere we were smoking weed on the trip across the country. Mm-hmm. In the moving vehicle, which is not advised, <laughs> but it's pretty cool being in the middle of nowhere yeah. and like no one's around yeah. and it's like th- 4 a.m. when you're like, no one's around <laughs> and no one's around for miles. Yeah. And you know, so that's pretty fun. That's crazy. What about you? You've been, you've seen a lot of places. You've been to a lot of places. That's true. Yeah. Um, I feel like. There was one time I was in California in the Bay Area. I went out to like, I think it's called like Half Moon Bay. I'm not totally positive, but I went out to the beach 
did some work in the car and then sat on the beach and watched the sunset behind like these ocean like rocks out in the ocean kind of like at you know where I'm talking about on the Oregon coast yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but at Cannon Beach but further down yes yeah but this yeah, is yeah. like way in San Francisco area um sun setting just me hanging out doing my thing beautiful moment <laughs> But pretty much watching the sunset anytime is anytime, anytime. yeah, anytime. Yeah, and the, I, sorry, finish oh, yeah. the Stonehenge. Um, you know, oh yes, yes. Like I've never fourteen. Yeah. Oh man, I've been there quite a few times, like for sunrise or sunset, because it's like a two-hour drive. But um, depending on if it's cloudy or not, <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's like really pretty. But the thing's okay. cool. It's just like a mini. We should go. We should go. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Stay tuned for that video. Yeah. That would be fun. Chaos video. (laughs) Just kidding. That would be so fun. Not chaotic at all. Well, we'd probably bring the kids and it would definitely be chaotic. Chaos. (laughs) But that's fun. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. They'd love to play around it. Yeah, I think they would too. Yeah. Um I did a panorama. I went with my cousin and a friend and we did a panorama of me and my friend running through. Like, he did a circle, and then we would, like, you know, yes. run to the other side. Yeah. So there's, like, 14 of us. <laughs> Love that. That's so funny. We did that on a <clears throat> road trip to the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, found this rest stop. I don't know where we were. We were in Utah. Utah. We were in Canyonland. Not, like, Canyonland, but we were in the canyons of Utah. And it had like a train museum. It was the coolest rest thing stop that you could there like a, play on the tracks yeah. with dinosaur information. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a really cool rest stop yeah. and a gender neutral bathroom. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Nice. I'm telling you, it, it was, was a really nice rest stop. I yeah. re- I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> but we did a panoramic there. Dad, yeah, Dad did the circle and we, yeah. did, we showed up like yeah. six times. <laughs> Those are so fun. You guys yeah. should do one in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, my God, Ashleen. I was on the Atlantis Instagram, mm-hmm. and they have mermaids. Cool. Don't tell Mara. Okay. Is it like a show? or do I they think just they like just like have them in, their, in tanks? their tanks. Dope. Cool. So we can come across a, she can come across a mermaid. That's awesome. How magical. Mom was like, oh, my God. I know it's gonna be awesome (laughs) and I do remember that time the octopus tree time yeah did it come to you it's come to me yes I remember yeah Mm -hmm. that was a really cool tree (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyway (laughs) this weed is really good yeah that's excellent this dosey dough is giggly dosey punch dosey punch thank you number three number three it's giggly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my face hurts a little bit. Okay. <laughs> officially, officially high. Yes. Officially high. Well. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> I, that took a really long time for me to figure out. What I'm like, I have, what is that phrase? Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Bing. Well, if anybody's interested in following you mm-hmm. or wants to reach out to work with you, where can they find you? Yes. Please come hang out with me. My favorite place to hang out online is on Instagram. It's dot Melissa Jansen, J-A-N-S-O-N, like a lady named Jan has a son. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, I would love to connect with you and meet you and find out a little bit more about you. Um, I love connecting online and you'll always find me on the Instagram like nearly every day. Uh, if you find me from this, if you like listen to this, you're like, okay, she's cool. Um, (laughs) send me a DM or comment on something on the Instagram page, a emoji of a tree. And then I'll know that you came from the chronic gals and we could just do a little icebreaker about that. Love it. I love that little emoji idea. I know. That makes me smile inside. We gotta start doing it. I know. Trees. Comment trees. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dosey punched. Okay. Well, thank you for being on our show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> this has been really fun. Thank you to the, the delicious weed from Fire Mountain. Excited to try more of that. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Check it out. Ariel Washington or at a dispensary near you. More like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye. (laughs) Visit our website, chronicgals.com, for show notes of current and past episodes. Follow us on Instagram at chronicgals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. To watch the video versions of these episodes and make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video rate review and share our hilarious podcast you didn't do the thing with me oh sorry hilarious <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust see ya bye